Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to ASCO, where you, the audience, get to ask questions of someone you may not be able to interact with on a day-to-day basis. It's a place to grow, learn, understand for everyone. That's the glue. I'm one of your hosts, Big Irish Jay Hollingsworth. <laughs> and I'm Kev on stage, and this is Ask a Professional Preacher with the Right Reverend Mark Moore Jr. Yeah. Let's clap it up for him, Josh. Come on, Josh. Clapping. You Thank you. Josh yeah. is not clapping good. He's for not real. clapping. So let me do your bio like the guest preacher. I have to get the guest preacher. Get your guest face. preacher face. Mm. He hails from Atlanta, Georgia. He's the son of another preacher, the Mark Moore. And his grandfather was a preacher. Yes. He is yes, currently preaching yes. all over these great United States. International. He is the visionary yes, yes. of the, X, oh, the YLC conference, <laughs> where the website is exploreylc.com. Dot com. Every year in August, he gathers yes. the world's greatest young leaders. Thousands. And he teaches them and trains yes. them. Masses. How to, 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 how to <laughs> expand their vision in their territory. I spoke at the last one. I'll be speaking at it this year. Yes. As well, you want to go ahead and register for that right now. Explore Get your prophetic hands right. Yeah. Right, right now, right over now. If you just want to touch your screen, touch and agree with us right now. <laughs> so uh, yeah. I've known Mark for, shoot, man. 10 plus years now? Definitely. Dang. Early Definitely. Playmakers, we yeah. we partnered with Mark. He had Laugh Hard Entertainment. So if you see some early Playmaker videos, yeah. you'll see a Laugh Hard card. Mm-hmm. And that was uh, when we were working with Mark. Yeah. He's a uh, PAW royalty. <laughs> Oh, yes, he is. He comes from a long line of preachers. Yeah, oh, yes, he does. His father's preacher. Jay's like, what? Is, yeah. Paul, Paul who? I know what a like PK Peter? is. is that- <laughs> so um, so that's who Mark Moore is. Um, yes, uh, he was very smart. Very smart young man. When Periscope first came out, Mark wrote a book called The Periscope Playbook mm-hmm. that he was training pastors on how to reach uh, mm. millennial audiences digitally through mm-hmm. live streaming. And he was promoting it, and then uh, when Periscope kind of died out, he was like, "All right, we off that." Yeah. And then, <laughs> and then he founded the the YLC conference. Yeah, man. But be, the reason we have him on the show is because he calls himself a professional preacher, and he says, "I love my job." Mm-hmm. And I always thought that was interesting because people don't like to think of ministry as a job. Mm-hmm. So the, my first question, the way the show works, me and Jay ask questions that we think interest are interesting, and then the question the audience asks. Okay. But my first question is. How, how, what, what made you start calling it like your, your job like that? Mm. And how do people receive that? Uh, great question. And to be honest, um, he, oh, he has the preacher's voice. No, he doesn't I'm, even I'm turn not. it off. That is just how, well, hey man, we're going to be uh, delving into some things, sir. <laughs> no, you know, I was coming at number four. Well, I'd like the uh, properties of the number four <laughs> and the drink of the number three. And if you could. Give an apple pie as well. I would thank you for that. <laughs> but uh, go ahead, Mark. No, he said great question on the very first one. Oh, you, you, you didn't even notice boy. that. I didn't even I mean, notice it. I was we, so we trying, you're you're coming out the gate strong. That's oh, all I'm man. saying. I ain't but, had one in a long time. Yeah. <laughs> okay, go ahead. But I think that, you know, people respond to it great. And I think that the whole I love my job piece is really necessary because it puts things in perspective from the standpoint of uh, this is you know, ministry for me is not part-time, it's not full-time, it's it's lifetime. You know, mm, this is something that impacts the totality of who you are. This is why I'm here. This is my job. This is what I do. And um, I love it. And so I think that, that that's really why it started. Mm-hmm. And people were able to kind of connect with it because they could say, well, you know what? This is what I do, too. And this yeah. is what I want to do. And so it really just kind of resonated with people as far as identifying purpose and calling. And it's not so much just to minimize it to a career. Um, but when I say job, I speak from the standpoint of this is what I'm here for. This is the role I play mm-hmm. in this great big picture. Mm-hmm. This is what I do. I preach to people. I give people the word. 
uh, I share what I feel like God has given me, and, and so that's my job. That's my function. Amen. I Amen. God has put into your heart. Uh, <laughs> so you talk openly about, you know, mm-hmm. on your Instagram a little while ago, you posted mm-hmm. like when somebody had paid you on the back of an envelope. Yeah. It was like $12 in ones and 20 in 20s. It was yeah. like $216 total. Yeah. And um, that was for like three or four nights. Was it? Yeah. 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 Oh, we got an amazing basket for you. Yeah. Oh, oh the, basket, all the, the baskets fruit. are wonderful. Oh, the, all, the, like all the pairs like and do each other. Oh, yeah. Red delicious apples and <laughs> Fiji apples, <laughs> Granny Smith, all the apples. Cheeses, you can eat. various cheeses and crackers. Cheeses and crackers. What about the money? Ah, you know. Oh, yeah. The basket's good. It It'll, the come. Basket. <laughs> It'll come. It'll <laughs> come. And the funny thing is, they never think you can't take that on the plane. You cannot. I'm uh, leaving in the take, morning. Bro, you know how many maids I have blessed with fruit salads? And, and and all kind of crackers and stuff. It they have TSA laws and you, you can't, can't take, take it. Nah, but um, yeah. So it's 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 crazy. It's, yeah, it's real out here. So um, how how are you able to be so open about like getting you get paid to teach the word of God or mm-hmm. speak the word of God? Mm-hmm. Um, like how is that? Does that make mm-hmm. does that offend anybody? Um, well, you know what, um, Kev. The, the the truth of the matter is, we are in the in my opinion, the most easily offended culture that we've oh, ever yeah. been in. People I'm offended love, that you said that. Yeah, what do you mean? Offended. I, I offended myself <laughs> a little bit, honestly. Uh, but people love to be offended. And mm. so um, it doesn't matter what you do, how you do it, what rationale you give for it, people will be offended if they want to be offended. Some people, you know, offense is their love language. You know, they can't even yeah. function without being mad at something. And, yeah. and I mean, even this week's news, whenever you watch this video, it will still apply. This week's news yeah. Yeah. prove that people love to be offended. But, you know, I think that even if we go back to the Bible, mm-hmm. which is a, a, a novel idea, even the, the disciples were paid for what they did. And I think that... really. Every one of them. I mean, Jesus carried a treasure around with him. People don't think about that. I got to keep that thing on me. You feel me? Your boy you is feel, out look, here. <laughs> Judas <laughs> was supposed to secure the bag. That was his uh, That was his thing. Uh, I mean, you know, and so I'm not at all advocating, you know, that I have to have, you know, I should drive a Rolls Royce or anything mm-hmm. like that. You know, I'm not knocking anybody that does because people also need to remember that just because you're a preacher does not mean that's the only thing you do. Um, for me, I'm a preacher, but yeah. as you know, I host conferences, I write books, yeah. I, I do all kinds of things, I do consulting. But I think that for the preaching piece, it's not just for the preaching. Mm-hmm. I think people have to look at it as you're paid for the time, the preparation that goes into it. This week, for example, I'm here with you guys in LA and really, really glad to be here. But I flew here from Atlanta. Um, last week, I was in Philadelphia, Wednesday and Thursday. I was in Milwaukee, Friday through Sunday. I was in Atlanta Monday. I was in LA Tuesday and Wednesday. I go back to Atlanta. I'm in I'm in London Thursday through Monday. Dang. I'm in New York next Friday. I say that to say this. You, and all of that hardly is hardly anybody right? beats me in travel. Yeah. You well, be on them planes. But here's the thing. If I had a nine to five job, mm-hmm. right, that I had to be at, how would I be able to move like I move? So right. I look at it from the standpoint of if you want a preacher, a pastor, whatever the context is, to be prepared, to be studied, to be whatever, then it's not a far cry to expect something to be given as a result of, hey, you know what? And let's let's just reduce it. We don't have to go deep and be spiritual and be spooky. The Bible talks about muzzle not the ox that treads out the corn. We don't have to go all, the, all that route. Mm-hmm. Let's just say if you're going around giving people good news, 
mm-hmm. and it's 500 people in the room and everybody says, you know what? Hey, that really helped me. I was going through something that 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 was good. Here's a dollar. Mm-hmm. They just gave you $500. Now magnify that. Let's say you have 2,000 people in your church, which mm-hmm. I don't, right? right? But let's just say, because people love to, oh, preach your shit and whatever. You're speaking to people 2,000 people every Sunday. Hey, you know what? That was good, Pastor. Here's a dollar. Mm-hmm. Here's here's a, here's an apple pie at McDonald's. Right. Right? Here's three fries at Chick-fil-A. Right? Huh? Am I, am I in the house? Oh, you're yeah. in the yeah. room. Yeah. I'm right in the room, now, Doc. I'm now. in the room. Uh-huh. Here's, here's a dollar. That's $2,000 that week. Uh, yeah. And then he comes back next week. That's, you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I look at it as you have to factor in the time and the preparation that goes into being prepared to do what you're going to do anything that's going to be or you're going to demand professional level service from should be accompanied with some sense of compensation look at i mean look at motivational speakers public speaking tony robbins racked out yeah interestingly Uh, enough i don't mean to cut you off i was looking at booking people (laughs) for like we're having a 90s party for the conference and we're looking for like you know r&b people who were within our budget yeah tony robbins is like 300 grand Speaking fee exactly, and, and a lot of, of his these songs, <laughs> bro. A lot of motivational speakers are just giving you Bible stuff without signing yeah. the scripture. They're just not saying Jesus. They're yeah. just no. not saying guys. Jesus. Be nice to each other. Yeah. Like love each other. Yeah. It's like, oh my God, where yeah. did he come from? Take all of my money. Take all of my money. Dude. And so you know, I think that it's I think that it's it's definitely a thin line because with anything, people can abuse or take advantage. Yeah. But I don't think that we should be offended or upset that someone that gives good news and devotes their life to that receives some sense of compensation for doing so. Yeah. Did you yeah. have uh, when you? I, I think it's interesting saying the the professional preacher like you were mm-hmm. saying, Kev, because it's almost like. I, I'm sure there's definitely preachers that would shy away from like, mm-hmm. you know, like, oh, well, you got this and that. Like, ah, let's let's change the subject or whatever. Right. But you're like, no, this is my job. I'm in, I'm embracing the title. Yeah. So really, a person doesn't really have anything to get you on, so to speak. Exactly. No. And, and again, especially if you're if you're uh, the biggest thing is operating with integrity, um, doing what you say you're going to do. You know, when we get into, you know, especially anybody giving you any money for anything, you have to still be accountable and responsible for that. But I don't think that it's the right avenue to say, oh, no, I don't have anything. I, oh, no, because right. you're, you're not being honest. And I mean, I mean, I have no money. I live outside. <laughs> no, no, you don't. <laughs> yeah. And the truth of the yeah. matter is, if people will be honest, let's just tell the truth. Would you really want I mean, you wouldn't want your doctor to look homeless? No, mm. you wouldn't want your, no. you pull you pull up to your doctor's office and he's outside coughing. You're going yeah. somewhere else because you want him to look like here it is. What he's doing works. Yeah. If I'm telling you, hey, if you do this, if you do this, if you do this, your life is going to be better you're going to want to see some sense of fruit if i can use a churchy term some sense of evidence (laughs) like hey you know what this is something that i can listen to because obviously these things are working in their life so that's the way i look at it not not to an extreme or an excessive point Mm -hmm. but you know you have to be mindful of um anything that's and even kev with the thing of of well this information was free all of us have youtube Right. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. All of us have access to, to how-to videos. Mm-hmm. But when your car needs service, chances are you're going to take it to a mechanic, right. even though 
You could go online and do it. The information is Kev free. It's that out analogy. there. That is great. Yeah. I'm in the book, Doc. You I'm in the, in I'm in the, the book. He's walking heavy, <laughs> yeah. as they say. You'll understand it later. <laughs> by, by and by. by, and by. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, you could go online yes. and figure out how to do it. It's out there. It's free. Yeah. But when it comes down to it, you want somebody that's actually given their life to this, given their time to this, mm. uh, that can really, 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 really get the job done right so now when you when you embraced that and you went with i'm i'm that's my i'm a professional preacher mm-hmm. were there other preachers uh i know you were saying like you don't down anybody for whatever they do right. but were there other preachers like oh what what am i an amateur <laughs> preacher what am i in the <laughs> you know the cba of preaching you're in the junior league yeah was anybody like did anybody <laughs> the deal attitude big baller brand of big preacher. baller brand yeah. <laughs> right never lost uh, <laughs> no nah. but to be clear i don't call myself a professional preacher I didn't realize I had made it until Kev called me mm. and said we want you to come on as the professional preacher well he said preaching a, is my job right so, okay. so I said he's a professional I just don't want somebody that says like this dude really goes around yeah, I am yeah. a professional preacher no 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 he, he too nah, he just says I love my job <laughs> right just, so yeah. so as a preacher though I think that really with any any industry whether it be with other comedians artists designers whatever it is I think there's always just that basic human nature element of whenever somebody's walking through certain doors or things are happening, sometimes people have a tendency to be mad at people for being where they think they should be. Hmm. So you're getting dates, you're booked, you're out there, you're getting appearances, things are happening, whatever the case is for your context, hmm. there's always going to be somebody that's saying, well, that should be me. And that's that's not a preacher thing. Hmm. I think that's ask a fill in the blank, whatever Comed- you do. When, when we started yeah. the Real Comedian Social Media Tour, Bro, the streets was buzzing. I can only imagine. Why ain't I on the tour? It's my, we go it's back. Me. And yeah. it was people I didn't even never have met. Exactly. Never talked to. I deserve to be on that tour. As if you don't have the prerogative to determine who you want to work, who Take you gel with. Take your own tour. <laughs> do, why, why do you deserve uh, to be on my tour? Oh, the internet man. is not closed to you. You, you can, can get do out this. there, put your videos up, edit your clips, do, you know. But, but, people, <laughs> but people were legit mad. Oh, yeah. It's, that, it's were, that offense culture. Why he booked me on it? I should do some dates. I'm funny. I'm I, funny. For real. And I was like, dude, I, I was just. And he, my best friend, never asked me for one date. <laughs> one of my friends for 10 years. And a better comic than all the people who were like, I need to be on there. He never was like, can I get a date? The whole year. Exactly. Uh, but people never. are entitled. Uh, people are selfish. So true. People yeah. don't. People don't understand sacrifice or relationship building. Uh, and so I think that that's a, a, a preacher thing, but that's a human thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, absolutely. That's, that's everybody. So unfortunately, even in church world, church culture, you know, you still run into some of that, you know, how come you got to go there or how come you got to, you know, so that that does not go away. And mm. I don't think, I think that sometimes we make the mistake in every industry of thinking there's a level we can reach where that stops. Mm-hmm. That doesn't stop. Oh, right, it's, right. it's You run into that at every level. It's bigger problems, yeah. bigger haters, whatever. The songwriter said, more money, more problems. That's what the songwriter said. That was Mace, <laughs> which, by the way, flew to Atlanta. He was on the same road as my wife. What? Yes. She. He asked for her. She was like, Kev, I think this is Mace. And she was like, he, he asked for her phone charger. And he, she was like, sure, you can borrow it, but are you Mace? And he was like, yes. <laughs> yes, I am. <laughs> and he was a, a rapper, preacher, rapper, preacher. Yeah. Yeah, I, don't know I think he's who, currently a rapper now. I, I, yeah. Depends Professional on, rapper. What, what's, what's the day of the week? I think it's like a collegiate schedule. Tuesdays and Thursdays. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Monday, Wednesday, Friday, though. We turning up now. But, you so know. one thing I think is interesting, like, we'll just call him Professional Preacher X. Okay. okay. A famous preacher. 
they get in hot God bless water you. For, God, for whatever, <laughs> for a hurricane, for I want a jet, uh, for right. I cheated on my wife, mm-hmm. I was on drugs. When that happens, are you like, God, dog, now I got to answer all these questions. Because what happens in the <laughs> news, true. they lump every preacher in the world. This is why I don't go to church. This was wrong with the church. Every YouTube video I do where there's something weird happening in the church, this was wrong with the church. The church been crazy. I, I submit the only thing that's new is that we have phones in our pocket mm-hmm. and the internet. Because I grew up in church, and I know you did too. You right. have seen some funny stuff right. in church. There was just no way to share it. It's no necessarily worse or better. But anyway, back to my question. Mm-hmm. Right. When that stuff happens, are you like, God dang it? Yeah, without question, yes. And I think that you, you raised a, a great point. Um, to use a scripture, the Bible talks about the fact that there is nothing new under the sun. Mm-hmm. Everything, all this, oh my God, this is the, cr-. no, all of this has happened before, not just when we were kids, yep. not just when our parents were kids, but bro, go all the way back to the Bible. That we, was we, wild. We, God destroyed I mean, the whole earth. He was like, man, you reset. know what? Reset. Yeah. I'm, I'm tired. And then he saw Sodom and Gomorrah. He was like, oh, oh, we off that. Right. I'm going to just go ahead and blah. We so, Forget it. You know, I mean, every, we look at these like you have people. all these inside jokes that I'm just like, who? <laughs> buy and buy. Yeah, just yeah, I got you. I got you. You'll understand it better. Buy it? But, yeah, something like that. You're getting closer. Uh, but, you know, even, even our biblical characters, their families yeah. had issues. Their fa- there was infidelity. There was, you know, all kinds of stuff that happened prostitution incest rape murder all of that (laughs) literally literally so you know you fast forward when you filter that through the lens of today like you said everybody because of the way the world is set up man people use every opportunity every incident as an opportunity to throw a rock at the church this is why I don't go I mean Walmart could raise the price on milk and there'll be people this is why I don't go to church wait wait Yeah, it's true. <laughs> so true. This is no. You can save at Walmart, but this is not Jesus saves. This is not the same thing. Hey, this is what's wrong with you? No, wait, what? But because of that, I think that, and really, if you look at it from an, if we can use the term industry without being offensive, mm. lawyers hate to see other lawyers on the news for right. embezzlement or. Doctors, whatever, yeah. we might have competing firms, right. right? But I'm gonna be upset if you get in trouble. You're on the news, local doctor, medical malpractice, yeah. because people don't process the uniqueness of situations. People don't factor in context, right? None of that. So it's just doctors. Yeah. It's just school teachers. It's comedians. Yeah. It's preachers. And I think preachers gets it worse because people have this unrealistic expectation um, that that that. You know, people that go to church are not still people. Yes. Mm. They're people that go to church. And we're so quick to play both sides. One minute when it's us, we'll say the church is a hospital. Y'all judging folk. Y'all don't mm. want, y'all just want perfect people. Okay, that that's fair. But then on the other side, when something happens where someone's imperfection is shown, mm-hmm. then it's this attitude of, y'all supposed to be this. Y'all supposed to be, uh, well, wait a minute. That is a was great it, point. That's so true. Wait, wasn't it a hospital for sick people? It was a, a hospital ago? yesterday. Today, when you, you, were, right. when you were sick, <laughs> right. now it's supposed to be, you know, just this perfect. And so I think that, you know, it it always hurts, you know, to see 
another preacher, another pastor, anybody related to the church. Really, if you if you're really saved, if I can say it that way, it should hurt you to see anybody going through. Mm. But especially when it's somebody that's that's a yoke man, a, a fellow. That's another one for you. Write I know that down. you. Okay. Equal, oh, you're no, equally you're, yoked. I'm with you. Not not, not where I'm going. Yeah, okay. But well, you know, you're in the. You're, I, you're, you're I threw it out there. I was hoping for the best. <laughs> you're in the room. I'm in the, the ballpark. In the venue. <laughs> uh, you know, it, it, it makes it even harder because again, you now have to bear. Yeah. That burden of seeing all those preachers just want your money. I'm working three jobs, you know, to help keep the church alive. Mm. You know, That's we have this reality I... show complex. If you ask the average Christian in America, and this is my my personal opinion, they can name you maybe three mega preachers. They don't go to go Joel Osteen, TD Jakes, Jakes, in no particular yeah. order. And then the third one is a toss up, depending on what part of the country they yes. live. Yes, maybe Furtick. Maybe Furtick, yeah. Uh, they might, uh, I don't know. Billy Graham. Billy Graham, Billy, who's oh, no longer with us. Yeah. yeah. Don't know okay. if you knew that, but uh, <laughs> he's with us in spirit. You didn't get invited? They didn't call uh, you? Nah, did nobody call you and tell you? I don't know. Uh, you know, so they'll, they'll name <laughs> right. two or three big preachers without factoring in. There are hundreds of thousands of churches. Listen, Mark, this is what I always say. In any field. Did you hear his preacher voice? I oh, did. Yeah. It's happening. Oh, it's, it's a here. transfer taking. Oh, comes. yeah. So oh, oh. Will I get it? LeBron James. No, okay. No. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Steph Curry, KD, whatever. They yeah. are literally the best at their field. Absolutely. That's two, three players. You know their the name. Hundreds. Yes. Mm-hmm. The, the the ninth guy on the Knicks bench? Right. You don't know that mm-hmm. guy. He's not buying Maybach and Range Rovers no. for everybody on the block. And He's, there's he, more preachers by like by sheer number. Bro, yes. Who work a regular job, Absolutely. who are retired military, Absolutely. who are pouring their I can think of one, I'm not gonna shout his name out, but mm-hmm. retired military, then worked another job, retired twice, yeah. and pours his entire all his money into keeping a small church going with no money. We're like in he's love. losing it. Exactly. Losing money every month. We're That's in love crazy. with the mega church idea. Yeah. But the average church in America is 75 people or less. That's yes. statistically. Yeah. That's Barnagram. That's research that. 75, 75 people. people. So we think of these churches. You know, we're in L.A. So you think, of course, like Bishop Noel Jones. Jones. He was man. on my plane this morning. Carlton Pearson. Was he in first class? Yeah, he was. I, I was in the back. I was in the back. We couldn't get you the first flew class. Me I looked at it. It's okay. Like, it's fine. It's fine. I waved. <laughs> I waved. Uh, you know. I might can do comfort, but probably main cabin. <laughs> extra leg room. In the first yeah. class. <laughs> okay, so. No. But you, yeah. So you got him. You got the Bishop Blakes. You got Dr. Almer. You got all of these people out here. But the average. Average church. In order to get to City of Refuge, you're passing 50 churches uh, that are going to have 30 people in there. So we're looking That's for office space, That's yeah. so right? In the office, there's a church in there, 700 square feet. They have church in an office space. Yeah. You could maybe fit 20 people if they're like water. Well, actually, they had a smaller unit. Mm-hmm. When we drive down Reseda Boulevard, there's probably no lie, mm-hmm. 50 churches on this street. I believe that. All storefronts. I believe Mexican that. churches, when I drive past them, first of all, they go hard. Yes, they do. 10, all 30, night. They, all night. On Tuesday night, the kids are all like, night. please, I have school. Mm-hmm. Please. There's eight people in there. Maybe. Yeah. In all yeah. the different ones, 100 people maybe of all those churches. Exactly. And that's just replicated all over the, you know, so United how States. ridiculous is it then to say those eight people just in there for the money? They're not in there for the money, right? right. There is so no true. money in there. <laughs> Dude, that, it's so crazy you're saying money. that because as you're saying you, that, you know, I mean, I'm I'm one of those people. Keep the place. I mean, I'll, I'll be honest with you. I'm one of those people that like when I did go to church, it was Maranatha, which you yeah, know yeah. Is, is huge in uh, Portland. Yeah, yes, sir. Uh, 
but uh, yeah like i i don't think about like i mean you see like little churches and movies and stuff but you don't mm-hmm. think those exist and yes. like and you talking about having these side jobs and side hustles it's it, it the the parallel is like as a comic like you know like you you see these comics on tv and then you tell somebody you do stand up and they're like oh so what movies have you been in or what tv and you're it's like dave Chappelle or nothing yeah Kevin no no no, no. not, not even just i do stand up i live in la Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Oh, you live in so how, how's Ed, were you at Eddie's house? No, no, I wasn't no, yeah. at Eddie's house. I was telling Kev like I I just <laughs> Eddie saw Murphy. I, I, Why I saw, would I know yeah. him? <laughs> you yeah. live in L.A. Of course you know Eddie Murphy. He lives in a different L.A. Dude, <laughs> I was, uh, yeah, uh, I was uh, I was telling Kev like I think it was two days ago. I was driving back from Phoenix. Did a weekend yeah. in Phoenix. Drove back. Six hour drive. So six hours out there. Six hours back. Filming this today. Tomorrow I got to go back to Phoenix mm-hmm. to do a, a, a fundraiser. But that's another there's six hours there six hours back and kev's like how do you do it and i'm like i don't have airfare money to be doing all that like i'm doing the the fundraiser i'm losing money doing it but yeah, you know you do what you exactly. gotta do and so it's like i don't i'll be honest i never think of that like like you said i just think of like you know preachers on this pedestal and uh yeah you don't think about the you're the just small a churches. working comic trying to yeah. trying to chase your dream there's a dave Chappelle. there's a chris rock there's a uh, 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 Bill Burr, Bill Burr, yeah. Joe mean, Rogan. Yeah. There's a Joe Rogan, and then there are a million others right. trying to get to the household names. There's Crack 'Em Up Thursdays, where twelve <laughs> comedians out of twelve you have never Put heard your of, name oh, yeah. and you likely will never hear of. Exactly. It's like baseball. Like, exactly. You know how many baseball players there are professionally? Bro, you got the, and baseball is perfectly actually a good correlate to because yeah. I can't probably name you five professional baseball players right now. I can't. <laughs> Maybe right now. Mike Trout, Mookie Blaylock. I mean, Mookie Betts, sorry. Mookie Blaylock's basketball player. Uh, the black dude from the Pittsburgh Pirates. Yeah. Andrew something. Is that his name? No. <laughs> but <laughs> like the minor leagues? Yeah. Like there's there's a oh, whole yeah. team of guys it's who a, just... It's a minor league There's a whole league. In every city. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I mean... El Paso has a baseball team. Yeah. So then, Oklahoma has a baseball team. So that's this actually brings up a great question. I'll say it for myself. Uh, <laughs> going along with this parallel thinking of like with comics. Mm-hmm. So how does a, as a preacher... Like you don't you don't wake up t- today and go I want to be a preacher and then you get to just go to the front of the church and start no. so so what's your Mark like is a what's like preacher he's being humble or humble right now <laughs> that's the church way of saying humble just, <laughs> no H. the H goes silent yeah it was so yes. humble the H is holy humbly sanctify the H is it like the, the Crips and Bs and no, H is I, hell or something no, here's the thing you'll learn about black church the slang no rhyme or reason none. When you're talking about a building, mm. a new one, it's an edifice. Edifice. Mm. And it has a vestibule. Yeah. <laughs> it's the be foyer, the foyer in the front. Right? I, think I, I think I drive there in a vestibule. But actually, re- repeat uh, your question. No, so, so, what, so what is the equivalent of, as, a, as a, like, you're starting out. Your first okay. day, you're like, I know this is my What's calling. What's the open mic of What's a preacher? What's the open mic? Exactly. You took my line. I was Sunday school. I was getting there. I, was I, get there. I stole it from That's you. Right. Just like you stole our land. <laughs> Oh, I got called a colonizer at this Black History that, show. That happens. That happens. Like, sometimes. All right, I get it. That happens. That happens. I took it on the chin. Yeah. So, what is the like open mic of a, a brand new preacher? You know, that's a good question. Oh, uh, thank you. I, I've never really, I've never really thought of it in open mic terms. Mm-hmm. Right. But I want to be clear because I know different people. Such a wide audience is going to watch this. Um, I'm not a good example. I'll tell you why. I'm not a good example of how to start from nowhere hmm. and you know develop something. Here's why. I'm literally a fifth generation uh, PK. Preacher. PK, right? Like my mother, PK. my father, my grandmother, my grandfather, Dang. both sides. Great, great, five generations. Both deep. sides? Both sides. I didn't sides, know it was bro. both sides. Bro, it's I knew the more in my home church in Tacoma, Washington, yeah. Mark's granddad is like 
was in the hallways, like the Hall of Fame, like so to speak. Uh, yeah, like he so. was like, he was not world renowned, but he was very popular within our denomination. Yeah. That's, so right. I say that to say, because a lot of times people will come up at my conference with a man, you know, I've been preaching for five years and I haven't had this. And I tell them it would be it would be very convenient to say, oh, yeah, just I'm just over. Nah. when right. I started at 18 years old as a freshman at Morehouse College. People started calling me to come do youth day and oh, have him come do the children's anniversary choir Sunday or have Dang. him come do this. Not because, oh, he's so great. Oh, he's he's such a great speaker. Oh, that's little Mark. Mm. Mark and Shirley's son. He'll be great. Call little. So so you had preacher privilege. I had preacher <laughs> privilege. <laughs> that's a great nepotism. way to put him. Uh, in a sense. Privilege. And not so much. I, I'll, I'll shift it from nepotism to simply well, like name recognition. Thing. Like the Kennedys. Exactly. You're almost born into politics. They so people knew them. Yeah. So by virtue of knowing them, they knew me. Yeah. yeah. So I was blessed with the advantage of, oh, we know his parents. We knew his grandparents. We knew his grandmother, grandfather. So it comes with a sense of credibility. We know he's going to get here and he's going to act like he's been somewhere before. Right, right. He's not going to, you know, act a fool or do something crazy. So that's my story. Now, to get to the heart of your question, I think that that really depends, and Kev, you speak to this too, I think that depends on the, the cultural context of the church that you're a part of mm -hmm. because different groups, different denominations have very different open mic Process. Right, yeah. Some churches, you know, you gotta you gotta come to six months of classes, mm. and then they'll let you speak to the five people in the class at a certain point, and they'll mm -hmm. let you do Sunday school, or you'll teach the kids or something, and then it goes from there. Others, you know, in 2019, some people literally they do just almost open up an open mic, and I'm a pastor now. I'm a preacher. They get on Facebook, they get on Instagram. Oh, there's so many. Facebook and they, I've, I've got a church or they go now. on a street corner. I'm sure like or, that probably well, is good. That's not that's, that's not that's not fun. You that know, so nobody does that. Time. But people have no problem going online, and mm. you can be whatever you want to be online. True. Oh yeah. I, I've, I've graduated from YouTube seminary, you know, <laughs> yeah. YouTube Divinity School. I've stolen all of Pastor Kevin's messages. Right. <laughs> I've stolen oh, all man. of them. You know what I mean? So now I'm regurgitating stuff. And the truth is a good clip can get you invited. Mm. Mm. And really, you can apply this. You Tell me if I'm wrong. You can apply that to comedy. You might not have a full set, but somebody oh, sees yeah. one. Chris Tucker. Your one good joke. The legend about Chris Tucker is when he did his Def Jam, mm -hmm. he, there was a legend he only had 10 minutes yeah. of comedy. Wow. And that 10 minutes that he spread across Def Jam got him Friday, uh, Rush Hour, and he never had, and then you remember his, he never did a special. Wow, he just true. did, he went straight from Def Comedy Jam <clears throat> to movies. That's true. So sometimes you can get by oh, yeah. that. That one clip. Angela so Johnson. Mike Todd is a great example. Yeah. Mike Todd is a preacher in Oklahoma. He had a video go viral last year. David. Yeah. Mm -hmm. David. And he was like singing. It was a great message. One mm -hmm. minute. Like I followed him and I was talking to somebody in Tulsa about it uh, this last week and he was like, dude, he went from like 6,000 followers to like 60,000. He's got like <laughs> half a million now. Like that. Because he's a great preacher but he went viral. Mm -hmm. And that's, you know, it's the same thing as comedy. Interestingly enough, Jay, when I was a preacher, uh, preaching consistently, I was more of the, the opposite of what Mark had. Mm -hmm. But my pastor saw something in me, so I started speaking every You Sunday. Mm -hmm. And then people would come. People started hearing, like, yo, this dude's preaching on Second Sunday. You should come mm -hmm. and hear him. And then you get invited to somebody's Youth Sunday, like Mark exactly. said, within your city. And then some, it's just like stand-up. Like, yeah, yeah. You see, oh, I saw that. You had a good set. They give you a DVD. <laughs> yeah, you put your set. DVD online. That was a great set. Somebody yeah. sees it. Oh, wow, he's good. Let's bring him out. I got shirts in the back. Literally. <laughs> Selling my DVD. Okay, Literally. so along that same lines, mm -hmm. as you're writing out your, your message for the day or the word of the day, mm -hmm. uh, so to speak, um, 
how how is that do you like do you write it all out and then like do it in the mirror or like walking around the house uh, amen. you know well you know like some amen amen well like in stand up you know like there's some people that write every day and they'll 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 rep it before they go on stage and then some people will will have like an outline and and the second part of that question do you ever get something where you're like okay this is my word of the day or message of the day and you immediately you're like Oh man, this is gonna crush. <laughs> like verse, like some you're like this will be, but yeah, man, this is this is gonna crush. This, is gonna, this new bit is gonna crush. <laughs> Interestingly enough, it's usually those moments or those nuggets that you think are gonna kill that when you drop them and everybody's just like. <laughs> Surprise. It's like the new punchline that it's you're like, like ah, and punchline. Ah, ah. <laughs> like that. So you know, I, I when think the Holy Ghost unctions you while you're speaking, it's something yeah. that you had not written in your notes. Had not written in your notes. When I was preaching in it, I would have like a good thing. Mm -hmm. It would it would never be something that I mm -hmm. like now. And this is why the studying is so important. Yeah, you're reading the scripture. Say. You're you know reading the context. You're doing reference. You know, uh, this book is like a like a partner with this book, and mm -hmm. you know Paul was writing to these people. So when you have that big amount of knowledge. Mm -hmm. You can pull from scriptures mm. that make sense exactly. and to make your point. You know what I mean? So yeah, I think yeah. that happens a lot of times. For me, that's what happened a lot of times. You're, you're absolutely right. And I think that this is why it's so important in, in, in preacher world, I'll say, for preachers. Really, I'm going to be honest, for all believers to not just study or read the Bible or you know read their word or pray, all of that. It's not only important that you do that when you're getting ready for a message yeah. or for this word of the day to use your term or for I have to preach on this Sunday. So let me just study something and I'm just reading where I had an idea and I'm just trying to support my idea. It's important that we're really as believers reading and praying and studying really to live in season mm. and out of season. And then, <laughs> yes, sir. And then preaching out of our overflow, if I can say it that yeah. way. Because when you get out there, I mean, as a believer, if you really believe that God's speaking to you and you have a word for these people in the room, sometimes that changes. Or sometimes, yeah. you know, everybody doesn't mm. receive things the same way. Every church uh, is different. Just let's mm. let's use the parallel. Every club is different. Every yeah. stand-up audience is not the same. It's like you're riffing. Like right, exactly. yeah, 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 yeah. So you have to kind of it, it's it's a dance between figuring out how do these people respond. And then if if I'm limited in my exposure, and so now I only equate doing well with people that are running around and jumping and throwing stuff and ah mm -hmm. what do I do when I go to a church where when they're really really into it they're just, they're, just, they're listening a white church mm -hmm. I get it that's what I was yeah, trying I, to say I, I, I got, want you to feel comfortable bringing you, you in second they can do the video when and I go show your, me <laughs> saying that not you <laughs> exactly. I got you, you. Know. I got your back you know white churches <laughs> matter <laughs> oh man uh, alright now you said that what one what do I do <laughs> they do I love them I'm going to be soon you know so what do I do you know church 37 minutes and you back at the house we're still on praise and worship you're at brunch uh, but you know <laughs> I'm sorry no it, you know, hey it's true, it's true. And, and it's it's not really a color thing it's it's cultural and that applies to all colors some people some groups that the, the culture of that church is they're quiet they're yeah. listening they're taking notes you can't base oh my god did I do good based on one particular reaction unless you're okay with being limited to one particular audience yep same thing with 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 anything. If you only I did a show that was all Asians, and I Josh was there, and I was like, man, I don't I don't know how. But and they when I came out, I thought I just did okay. Mm -hmm. When I was out there, like that was amazing because black people you even look at magicians. Yeah, when they show black people magic, mm -hmm. we're like, oh, 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 
do it again. Do it again. We are so, but we're very charismatic. Yeah. And when he shows white people, they're like, they're oh expressive. man, that's crazy. But we are very super expressive. expressive. We mm-hmm. be that's why magicians are like, well, you gotta get the blacks. Right. <laughs> the blacks be going ham for magic. <laughs> now when you Bruh. talking about that like riffing and playing off stuff, mm-hmm. have you what's what is the craziest thing? Like I remember when I was at Maranatha, we used to have this dude in the back that all he would do, all church, he would just go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Word. That's all he would do all church long. He used to crack me up. Has there ever been something, or what is something that somebody <laughs> said? Well, yeah, not as yeah. I guess that's the best way to say it. Where or they said something that you had to be like, all right, I need a minute because I've never I heard. Know, it I don't you. know if I should say this. Um, <laughs> oh, you have one then. You have one, bro. I got it. I got it. Would you like them categorically or alphabetically? Oh. <laughs> Crazy stuff happens, especially man. I was at, oh man. You don't have to say the place. Okay. It, Just what that, it was. That's, that doesn't really matter as much. Oh. I was I was, it, I was in the South in an urban setting. A lot of black people. Yeah, I know what and, urban uh, <laughs> There was a guy there, really good guy. I actually came to know him after this or through social media. But he had, I think the way the story went, he had recently been out. At, he was like a former drug dealer, mm. like a real, <laughs> real street guy that had come to church, got saved. And so... While he was saved, his lingo wasn't uh, yet. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, so, uh, in certain cultures, certain ways of expressing yourself, right, right. you know, is is acceptable. And I don't know what I was preaching about, but I was I was telling his story, and he he yelled, and this is a big church, oh, it was man. like maybe fifteen hundred. I people. love this already. He yells, preach. Mother <laughs> N word. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, oh it happened. And oh. I mean, he he pulled down from a deep place. I mean, oh. and, and here's the thing: as as uncouth and and you know all of that, it was so. I know this sounds crazy. Refreshing. It was so sincere. Oh yeah, yeah. It's like oh, yeah. Christ, it was Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ, I love you, God, <laughs> bro. It was it was it was him in. The framework that he was most yeah. comfortable with saying, yeah. like, bro, you, yeah. you're talking to me. I don't have time to be politically corrupt. Uh, I don't have dude. time. That's and my boy. I'll kill y'all for my boy. The Mark. whole yeah. church, you know, was like, you preaching good on the hood, cuz. It's oh, whatever. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh, they were, they were cool with it. They were cool with it because They're like, we'll Jen, work with him. He's, exactly. he's new. Everybody <laughs> yeah, understands. Yeah. He's new. He's new. See me at His heart's service. in the right spot. <laughs> right. You know, but that's the thing. Everybody realized, like, He's being sincere. Oh, yeah. This is how he knows the whatever. Right. So that that was that one threw me because it's like, wait, what? <laughs> what did you do? When you're up, stand up. <gasps> when you're up doing the presentation, yeah. whatever it is, you know, you guys know what it is to have thirty conversations uh-huh. going on. At oh yeah. yeah, absolutely. What's that kid doing? What, you know, who, whose kid needs a whipping? Who is right, that? Why, right, why right, you crying? Right, right. Uh, it, 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 am I losing my voice? Is the mic good? Oh, yeah. yeah, it's so funny. hot. Is yeah. the sweat about to get I'm in my eye? Yeah. Do they All notice that I'm sweating? Do they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do they think that's weakness? Why is my iPad freezing? Yeah. Right. You know, oh my God, am I are my notes in the wrong order? Uh, right, did right. I delete the you know, all of these conversations? So, man, I've, I've had so many crazy things. How did you react to that one? I, oh, he went harder. For a I know second, he did. And just kept going. Oh, okay. Because it was like, do, like, do you address it? I had, I had to, I, do I address I had yeah. to filter which, which, which tone of in was Thank that? Thank you. Was that, 
Uh, was that get your hand on my pocket? Uh, yeah. I, I don't, I don't, wait, uh, what? Does he think I'm I'm a guest here? This, right, I, right, are you right. looking so, for something? Right. So it's all of that, man. I mean, I, the craziest stuff happens in church. Man. That's I've so seen. interesting because, dude, there is so many parallels because, like, you know, somebody. A lot of times you get hecklers that they don't yeah. realize they're heckling. Like they, yeah. they may you may say something and they just repeat it, but it's like obnoxious it and it's you distracting. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and yeah. The, and you like you said, you'll be in your head going. And people don't know this, but like we'll we'll be saying a joke, and in our head they'll be like, "You'll be like, okay, do I address this now? If I address this, they may come back, and then or they may get hurt, and then that's going to make it hand. awkward." Right. And all this is going through your head as you're telling another joke, at, yeah. or as you're preaching the word. You know, mm-hmm. it's so crazy. Yeah, it's, it's it's beyond crazy. I have a question for you, unrelated to anything we were just talking about. Okay, it's about money. Okay, <laughs> so in my mind, right. people put a cap on what they think a preacher shouldn't make, right? Mm -hmm. And they don't want to hear like the truth. So we're talking about Jake's, Osteen, Furtick. Mm -hmm. Majority of them at that level, they don't have to take a salary from Mm -hmm. the church. They have, like T.D. Jakes, for example, he produces movies, he's TV shows, he has books, he's speaking engagements. So why do you think people are so concerned, so to speak, with how much a preacher makes and how that money comes? You know, I, I. I, that's an amazing question. If I knew the answer, I'd gladly tell you. <laughs> uh, I really would. But regardless of why they feel so entitled to have an opinion, the fact of the matter is they do feel entitled. Mm. And I think that it's problematic because the, I can't think. You guys are smarter than me, but maybe y'all can tell me. Uh, I, I can't think of another industry where people are so obsessed not just with knowing what they make, but then criticizing what they make. Mm-hmm. You look at professional sports, right? Um, and and I'm not at all minimizing the workload of being a professional athlete. It, it mm-hmm. is it is intense. Right. Uh, it's a billion dollar all of the all of the the big mm-hmm. three um, leagues: the football, NFL, NBA, Major League Baseball. Mm-hmm. They're multi billion dollar industries. Yes. So absolutely, the players should be compensated. But nobody says, wait a minute, he's only 21 years old? Mm. You guys give him $140 million? That's mm. ridiculous. Nobody says that. And you know what's even worse? In professional soccer in Europe, oh. they're oh. pro at like nine. They're pro at like nine. Uh, they're signing their first deal at like, I'm talking about tens of millions of euros? Yeah. At at 12. Nobody 13. says, nobody says he shouldn't, nobody says, don't you know that there are, there are poor people that are fans of this team that are buying tickets? Mm. This episode of Coming to the Stage is brought to you by BetterHelp. Life can be overwhelming, guys, and many people are burned out without even knowing it. Symptoms can include lack of motivation, feeling helpless or trapped, detachment, fatigue, and more. Look, I'm a creator. You guys know this. I work hard. I'm always thinking about something. Just today, I shot for my masterclass, added four new lectures to that. I am in pre-production for a movie I'm working on. And I'm giving notes in post-production for something that I just finished shooting. Not to mention keeping up with my current social media posts of which I need to shoot this ad. And afterwards, shoot something else for TikTok. And then shoot a brand deal. You think that doesn't get to me? It does. We can associate burnout with work, but that's not the only cause. Any of our roles in life can lead us to feeling burned out. And BetterHelp Online Therapy wants to remind us to prioritize ourselves. Talking with someone can help you figure out what's causing you stress in your life. Balance is a myth. All we can do is do our best. I got all the creator stuff. Then I got to go and be a husband. Then I got to go be a father. And the only way I can make it through all that is by talking to someone with better help. 
okay? Therapy has changed my life, saved my life, has given me a better quality of life. And I want the same thing for you, okay? BetterHelp is a customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist. So you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy. And you can be matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. Coming to the stage, listeners can get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash stage. That's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P dot com slash stage. Check that out. And now back to the show. Mm. How, how was how was how was the player? How was he going to drive a, a Bugatti to the game? And there are people catching the bus to the Staples Center. You know what else? Nobody, nobody does that. You know what else? I never is, taught of that. Ever. You would now, also in church. That's the main argument. There yeah. are poor people in that congregation. Well, there are poor people at your job, but you still cash your check. Hey, that ain't my problem. Well, not only that, you would think that, you, and you're saying in your own church, people would be like, you know, it's a trip is you would think that like, if, if, if you're my preacher, I go to your church, mm. much like I want Tom Brady, he's got six rings. He's I want to pump best. him up that I want you to be the best, right? That right. you can be like, I got six sermons or whatever, you know, six rings, six, whatever. I got but six, I, you know, I want to pump you up, you know, <laughs> like, you know, my preacher's the best and he's got, mm -hmm. you know, he, he, he deserves this and he earned that. But right. yeah, you don't get that. That's a trip. And, and then go further. Um, you've got the professional sports analogy, but then even look at like music, mm -hmm. right? Um, you, we just had the Grammys recently, mm -hmm. um, you know, Nobody says anything about young artists, um, even if the music is not positive. You know, you, you wrote mm. a song about selling drugs, shooting somebody's mama, right? Um, burning down a hospital, right? And you're now a multi multi millionaire. Sure. Nobody says, mm -hmm. How, why are we giving all this money for all this negative that's affecting our community? Right. People say, he, well, he worked hard. He, he, yes. should, he should get that. Yeah. There's nothing positive taking place. Right. There's no community development taking place. There's no life change for the positive. Mm -hmm. People dance, they feel good, they spend money, they, you know, whatever. But when it comes to church, and I wanna be very clear, because there is absolutely, as in any industry, the possibility and the potential, and there are people that take advantage. Mm -hmm. There are people that, that are um, shysty and sleazy and don't walk in integrity. But I think that if a ministry is financially secure and stable, I think that they should compensate the leaders of that ministry because again, ministry is a business. Yeah. You know, and people say that in a negative sense, but I don't why? There, mm. there, there are there are um facilities that are purchased and maintained. There are staffs. Even in the Bible they had alms like, yo, y'all gotta we gotta pitch in. That's so, what I'm saying. So people like, could do their so we can have this. People people are so quick to say the church should be doing this. Well how was the church going to do this if the church has no money? Yeah. That why aren't y'all feeding the poor? You do know that we don't go to the store and just speak in tongues. <laughs> yeah. And they, oh, chicken, you say? Oh, okay, here. It doesn't work like that. Was that out of the bullshit or out of the bullshit? Right. It's baked you know, or fried. One, one, <laughs> no, you uh, different dialects. Uh, you have to give them money. And right. then you, so I, th there's. And that's so true a lot. And people get harp on big mega churches. They don't do, they don't have programs. Every mega church yeah. has. Insane amount of community programs, countless, and I mean, like senior living stuff. I was I was at a church this past week in Milwaukee, amazing church, Holy Redeemer Church of God in Christ, mm -hmm. uh, just an incredible campus. They own like fifty something properties in a two block radius there in mm -hmm. Milwaukee. They have they've built the largest boys and girls club in the mm -hmm. city. They've got a high school, they've got an elementary school, they've got a charter school, they've got a geriatric center, they've got a senior living facility, they've got Dang. all of this stuff going on. And I was sitting there saying like how do people look and say churches need to be doing more and say 
churches want your money. No, yeah. what are they doing with the money? They're spending it. Yeah. No, nobody calls Sprint. I would pay my bill. But I don't know what Sprint's doing with my money. Yeah. They're spending it, fam. Yeah, That's so funny. Yeah. I don't know what Sprint's doing with money. I would go to Target, but I don't know what they're doing with it. They're spending it. That's what everybody they're keeping does. the lights on. What What do you do with money? Yeah. Such a good. What play. are you doing? Oh, I don't know. The churches. What are they doing? It. They're spending it. The well, lights. Paying so, a musician. Well, do you want to hear songs without music? And here's the thing. And people will leave a church and say, "Oh, they, this this just ain't all of that." They, you know, they they run down. They're tired. They're not progressive. They don't have the right daycare facility, the right children's church. Well, that that costs money. Mm-hmm. That that costs money. Yeah. I want my preacher. And again, this is, I think, this crosses color lines, denominational lines. I want my preacher to be Superman. I want him at every graduation. I want him at every baby dedication. Every time I get sick, I want him to come pray for me in the hospital. Uh, I want him, my daddy got gout. I want him to call and check on my daddy. I want all of this, but I want him to do it for free. Yeah, exactly. Why? Yeah. How, does, how does that make sense? Again, don't hear this and say, that you know everything the church brings in is supposed to go to the pastor. No, it, there's supposed to be a responsible plan and, and checks and balances. Yeah. But if the ministry and some of these ministries, certainly not all, not even most, but some of these ministries are multi-million dollar businesses, and they're respo- they're they're blessing the community. They mm-hmm. matter. If that church went away today. There are churches in this city and all, all kinds of cities across the country. If that church went away, that community would suffer. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Why would why would the leader of that not be able to benefit and and be blessed? That's that's how I see it. You got good answers. Uh, I try, man. I got. I'm gonna I, throw I a curveball at you. Throw it, man. You are very popular preacher. You have a very popular conference. I am completely copying a lot of stuff you're doing for the Love Hour conference, and I I hide it not. Don't I'm hide going it, man. to your conference. Come this year to speak. Come yes, and you then are to steal all your ideas. Steal all of them. It's all yours. Steal because you had a great conference. <laughs> I was really blessed by it. I'm glad, I was man. actually mad I didn't get to stay more and like just be a student. This right? year you guys are doing the whole thing, right? This year I have blocked my calendar cool. out cool. to be able. Are to you ex- coming? Oh, no, much a- like your struggles, I don't have the money. <laughs> They have scholarships. Yeah. Really? We have scholarships. They do. Yeah. They okay. do. Oh, when is it? Uh, August 15th August through 17. 15th through 17. I'll, I'll, dude, I'll go. Okay. Come on. Kevin, for the, that's cool. Yeah. So, uh, what I, I was going to say too. is uh, <laughs> you are young and single. Mm hmm. Are the women of God throwing that thing at you? <laughs> that was one of the questions. I'm glad you got yeah, that. Because I, I venture to say I know what? they are. I know they're like, well, you could preach over me any day. <laughs> lay your hand, you can lay your hands on more than my head. Oh, man. I know it is. Put some oh, respect yeah. on my name. I'm walking out. Uh, yeah, and you're, women are attracted to power a lot of times. Yeah. That's true. And you know he's I mean? not, you know, harsh on the eyes. You know? It's, oh, he's it's young and handsome. Thank you. Yeah, he's, 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 he's young and handsome. Yeah. Man, you know, um, I'm going I'm I'm to stick to the thing we've had consistently going through. I think that this applies. You really touched on it. Um, People are attracted to what they perceive to be power. Yeah. And whatever industry Mm -hmm. I'm affiliated with, if if comedy is my thing, then the up-and-coming comic is yeah. powerful. Yeah. If sports is my thing, then the up and coming recruit, you know, he's he's going first round. Yeah. She's going whatever. That's my power. If I've grown up in church, yep. and mm. church is all I know, mm-hmm. my heroes are the the the, the preachers, yeah. the, the ones that are traveling. That's how I grew up. Jet setting, catching yep. flights. Yep. That's that's attractive. So, you know, I think that you know there are 
there are people in every industry and church included Mm -hmm. that will look at and say i want and and because we're talking about me i I know it applies for for men and women but i'll speak to the female side as a man i know that there are a lot of women in church whose entire identity is wrapped up in i hope i can be a, a first lady one day dude you know, and th- th- there are guys that feel that same way about women in ministry because I'm definitely equal. You there know, are some it's not girls the who are 20 years old, bro. This is my vision like board. There are like 55 year old. Like, why are you dressing like you're 19? She's prepping. Stop mm. it. Yeah, she's she's prepping. Get something um, from. I mean, you don't have to dress nasty, right? But you got a veil and like mm. some of like, Your grandma you, want her hat back. What? That's all I'm saying. You look like white yeah. diamonds. <laughs> you smell like white diamonds. That is the. <laughs> You, I know you go to church. You know about white diamond. That is the white official gra- fragrance of white seasoned women in Zion. But you walk to church and smell white diamond. white diamond. You know she got peppermints in her purse. Oh. <laughs> she got plastic on her furniture. Oh my God. You know. But yes, yeah, so I, I think that, and certainly that's not all, but there are. That's the goal for mm. some. I don't even know you. I don't even like you, but mm. you're a preacher. So you equal potential first lady yep. for me. I don't know what kind of music you like. I don't know what right. kind of food you like. Right. doesn't really matter. You, you preach, you're going to have a big church. Yeah. I'm going to get an armor bear. We'll explain later. Okay. Uh, gonna, <laughs> Is there knights in church? <laughs> armor bear. Kind of. No, right, almost. Right. I'm going to get an adjutant and a parking right. spot. Right. And, uh, and they're going to stand. When I walk in, they're going to mm-hmm. clap. They're going to call me elect or whatever. Right. So that's attractive to some people. Yeah. And... Um, it, it is what it is. What cracked me up true. is how that there's two people that asked that question, and one of them asked it: Do women really come at you like that? <laughs> that was one of the people asked the question. Uh, I wanted funny. to ask you: um, Does it discourage? Well, this is one of the questions. Uh, does it discourage you to see people asleep in pews? And what do you do when you get burnt out? Uh, well, t- to the first one about the sleep in pews, it depends. Hmm. All right, it depends one how long have they been asleep. Are they snoring? <laughs> Are they snoring? Did they fall asleep when I got up? If they were napping before I got up, it's oh, cool. Rest on, my brother. Rest on. You had a long problem. week. How old are they? Because as a church kid, oh, I have yeah. slept in many services. Yeah, you yeah. know, you're a real PK when folks can be running and shouting and jumping and you bro, are not. Unbothered. Just unbothered. Uh, I'm going to school in the morning. I, I know what it is, bro. We would come to church with our pajamas. I did that. Too. Oh, yeah. Starts getting late. Let's go put your pajamas on. Right. The back pew was the homework pew. Right. right? Just go yeah. back there and do your homework. Yeah. And then, you know, we'll be going home at 11. <laughs> uh, you know, so um, I'm not bothered by people sleeping. Um, usually, now, if you like knocked out little, little, little drill, little yeah. Coming, <laughs> huh? yeah. Now, I'm going to do something to wake you up. They're just leaning <laughs> I'm going to use an illustration of something. Oh, you know. Uh, you know. Like what? the devil will yeah. slap you. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, like just knock you down sometimes. Uh, dude, I remember when I was uh, used to go to Maranatha. Uh-huh. Um, so, two of my closest friends, Matt and Mark Garlington, their dad was John Garlington, was the pastor of okay. Maranatha. Um, but I remember, uh, so one of them played music in the church, right? Okay. He was going, he was playing over at another, a Baptist church, right? Okay. And so I think it was Matt was like, hey, come with me. We'll go over and hang out and, you know, watch Mark play. So I was like, cool. So we're in church. I'm the only white person in the whole church, right? <laughs> totally fine. Maranatha is predominantly black, right? Whatever. Mm-hmm. Cool. But then Matt like kept like cracking jokes and trying to make me laugh. And he, I mean, he was, and I'm like, 
dude, people are going to think I'm just the most right. disrespectful person. <laughs> right, right. So I'm like, I'm like biting my tongue, my hand. I'm crying. Right. And that you're like, oh, well. he's touched. That plays well. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. that's, that's good. They're like, well, oh, he's like, feeling it. I was like, yeah, man. <laughs> dude, do you ever get that where you see like, or how do you deal with like horseplay in church? A horse and we were and we weren't kids like we were this is like 25 yeah in like 20s we were and i'm like you i'm were like this size dude yeah exactly yeah Six, full eight. size I, I mean again man and i don't think people believe me but the funniest stuff and I, it's hard to say this to two comedians but the funniest stuff does not happen in the comedy club it does not happen mm. at the tour it happens in church man and I so believe, you have to I've you have it. to i'm talking about hair falling off i'm oh. talking about I mean, teeth falling out. I'm talking about just all kind of stuff. So, growing up in that, you learn how to take it in stride. Mm-hmm. And as a, as mm-hmm. a, you know, from a mature perspective, you know, you you as a kid, everything is funny. And yeah, yeah. You you imitate it when church is over. But as an adult, and when you're really in the ministry and everything, your main goal is simply to make sure that whatever happens doesn't throw off the service. Yeah. Right. Because you know, again, at the end of the day, there are people here that came. To get something from God, people, you know, not to be morbid, but there's sometimes people sitting in your church that are thinking about suicide, yeah. that are thinking about homicide, that are thinking about all kinds of stuff. People depressed, broken, hurting, don't love themselves, don't know if God loves them, and so you want to do everything you can to prevent the moment that could possibly reach them from being lost yeah. in something <clears throat> funny happening. But the funny is gonna happen. Oh, it's oh, without bro, yeah. and it's just you- how you manage that. So with that, also, how do you how do you deal with uh, burnout? Like, when, you ever have days where you're just like, man, I, I really just want to watch football this Sunday. <laughs> yeah, um, absolutely. Long story short, that that absolutely happens, and don't let anybody tell you um, that that doesn't. Because um, if so, they're better than Jesus. Because mm. even Jesus had a moment in the garden where he said, "Look." Father, let, let let this cup pass from yeah. me. Like surely somebody else can. Basically, do this. Jesus was like, "Fam, right. are, you, are you sure it has to be me? Can like I know somebody else I'm do supposed this? to do this. I'm your son, and I heard all that, bro. But this is gonna be hard, bro. I ain't really trying to do it. <laughs> we talk about David. David was a man after God's own heart, mm-hmm. but David got to a place where he had to encourage himself. Mm-hmm. He was he was uh, despondent within himself so everybody jeremiah nicknamed the weeping prophet because he was crying all the time he was depressed mm. i mean everybody that god used had a moment where they were like look let somebody else do this this is this is this is ridiculous mm. and so sometimes i think in generations past specifically sometimes in some circles in church we've portrayed this super I never get tired, I never get weary, I always wanna do this. Mm-hmm. And that's, it sounds good, it plays great on Sunday morning, but it's not accurate. And so I think that you know to deal with burnout, you have to go back and examine what was it that lit the fire in the first place. Mm. So a lot of times, and I think this also applies outside of just preachers, but certainly in our context, we get burnout and some people get burnt out so fast, so quick, and can't reignite it because they weren't really called to it in the first place. Mm. It's so much easier to get burnt out when you're doing something that you're not really built for. Oh uh, yeah, that's people that's, ask me how do I keep doing it. I I can't not do it. You love it. There's days when my voice hurts, which I, that's my next question for you. 
and I'm just sick and mm. I don't want to go to the gym or whatever, mm. but I always can gather the energy to make a video. Why? Because that's that's your that's your job. I know can you use the a, metaphor. Absolutely. I you know? pre I mean preach. Talk <laughs> talk. One it's happening. It's a transfer. <laughs> yeah. You'll explain yeah. that later. I was in later. Fayetteville, yeah. man. I that's I what had Caitlin Jenner, something right? weird. <laughs> <laughs> I had a headache, I had a stomach ache, I hadn't yeah. eaten I had eaten something weird like that week and I was like weak. But when those lights came on and they come into the stage, kept it's, I'm it's like, bro, you just block all that out. So I, you, you are what we call a hooper. You know, you preach. You know, <laughs> ah, does you have to? How do you protect your voice preaching all that? Because I had a lot of shows the last week, mm -hmm. and my voice has been strained because I've been doing all these podcasts and mm -hmm. traveling a lot. Mm -hmm. Like, what do you do to to protect your to your voice? I want to be. I want to be 100 honest. This is something that I'm really investigating myself mm. because you all have heard you know on tv or whatever the the 60 year old preacher that sounds like you know oh, yeah he's uh, and we just thank god because everybody is uh, and they ripped all of this to shreds it's gone it's it's gone yeah, right. and we just and you know i i don't want to be 35 sounding like i'm right. 80 you right. Know? right i don't want the bishop jake's you know voice right. uh, you know at my son's kindergarten graduation you know just thinking god we for just you. thank Mark god for Mark the third uh, dad you know. can you just use, yeah. this is my regular voice son this, yeah. <laughs> dad why this is not this is how i talk now I, no you know so I, i'm really trying to investigate more about vocal health my sister my little sister shout out to sharon she's a phenomenal singer uh, my mom is a great singer and again, because I come from a long line of preachers and really vocal preachers, singers, musicians, mm -hmm. people that their voice is their instrument. It's yeah. their tool. Um, you know, I, I've really, really been conscious about that because when you talk about not just the, the strain of hollering and yelling, mm -hmm. but then you, you've put that in three or four different climates in the yeah. week. Oh, you, yeah. know, you put that on an airplane of rest. Yeah. You're not Lack sleeping. Of rest. And then uh, we don't really emphasize enough the f impact that diet has on yeah. our voice, what we're eating, that dairy, that milk, that ice cream, that milkshake. Okay, you're going to be coughing up phlegm yeah. the yeah. entire time. Or some with heartburn. And then oh, you, yeah, it, that, exactly. Yeah. That acid is ripping your stuff up. So um, <laughs> I've asked this question a lot, and it's so funny because I can't tell you how many ancient, deep, down home oh, slave man. remedies. What you want to do is you want to get a teaspoon of hot sauce and boil it with some lemon rinds. You're like that doesn't sound right. <laughs> Leave it in the microwave for three minutes. Put it on the stove. Then just sniff it. Wait, what? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you'll be clear. You'll be clear as day. Oh, no, I don't sound legal. I don't know what that is. So like I can go to jail for mixing this up. Uh, but you know, I mean, throat coat tea is is good stuff. And then the main thing, everybody. I talked to Marvin Sapp about this because he's in a different city every day, hollering, yelling, mm -hmm. never would have made it and all of that. He said his secret is sleep. Yeah. Mm. He said nothing is as good for your voice as rest. He said, so before I go out to a concert, he said, I take a, I take a nap. I lay down mm. and I, I let it rest. Interesting. When I'm not working, I'm quiet. So I'm trying to find that out. Because I'm like, man, I've mm -hmm. been losing my voice. I can feel it strained right now. Mm -hmm. And I got two more of these today. And Jay uh, doesn't care. Shut up, Jay. Uh, uh, here's my question. There's okay. two. Um, okay. Did you work a regular job prior to to preaching? Um, long story short, not really, because I started at 18 mm -hmm. freshman year uh, in college, and while I started, and it was immediately my phone was ringing immediately because oh that's yeah that's so little Mark boy. that's Mark's yeah that's, yeah that's little Mark's and Shirley's son. By the time I graduated, it was a little different. Because 
I started 2006, right? That's really around the time, around the time when YouTube really, really, really started gaining traction. Mm -hmm. And so I hit it at the right time. So I was putting, as a 18 year old kid, I was putting my little YouTube clips up. People were singing. I figured out how to tag stuff right. Dang. So those videos well, started getting 20, marketer. 30, 40, 50,000 views. Great marketer. He had 3,000 people at his Love Hour conference. How many followers do you have on Instagram? I don't have a Love Hour conference. I mean, Love Hour that's, conference. That's, huh. that's, you're speaking Slip those things, tongue. though. We I, I get see it. it. Young Leaders <laughs> Conference. We get it. But, always but how many plugging. followers do you have on Instagram? I have like 40. 40,000. I need you to give me something. I'm, I'm, follow M. Moore Jr. Right now. On Instagram. Right now. 3,000 people came to his conference. Yeah. Dang. With yeah. 40,000 followers on instagram so it's just it's leveraging those things so by the time i graduated it, I, people were really calling me because things were you know good things were happening when i would come and so um you know that's what was the question uh did you ever have a job before? yeah okay there we yeah. go sorry got thrown off you were doing 3, a great job dancing around i was dancing bro <laughs> top man i was gregory hines and, <laughs> you know god's just been doing a new thing <laughs> <laughs> but no so to the regular job thing by the time i graduated i really went in the full-time ministry which is yeah the traveling piece but what people don't understand or see is that when i'm not here or on the road or whatever i'm at my church right. you will fly back monday. and preach sunday morning and get there sunday morning bro i'll fly back for sunday school that like, is, i'm yeah. not even preaching i'm just there just trying to be faithful trying to be you know consistent so i'm in the office at the church making calls scheduling appointments you know confirming other speakers writing curriculum or programs yeah. for the church so it's people think oh you're a full-time preacher you just it's just limousines and suites no it's yeah. not so that's a good point bro that no. leads me to my next question no what's it's the not. biggest misconception about being a full-time preacher i think i just said it accidentally people thinking that the one or two reality show examples they have mm -hmm. is what all churches like right i mean the the the, the it oh you, you just, everybody's giving you big checks and you got entourages bro do you know how many times i've been picked up at the airport in a church school bus Oh. Really, bro? I, no, no, no. You, you're not understanding what I'm saying. I'm talking about a yellow bluebird oh, with the church name on the not not the short bus, bro. <laughs> the, I remember once I was standing outside the tunnel, I was like, man, somebody's getting picked up in a school bus. Oh, <laughs> what a loser! That's me. <laughs> Thing pulls up, Deacon opens on Elmo. Oh man, this is this bus is for me. This bus is for me. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, ain't no limit, no seatbelt, bro. Just me and my bag. Me and Deacon on the and bus. Those seats are hard. They are hard. <laughs> they are hard. These were made for children that had buoyancy and you. I'm a grown man. I'm oh. a darn grown up. You understand? So I mean, suitcase picked is up. sliding off. Yeah, bro, you yeah, have back bro. and forth. Stops goes over. I let it slide oh, back. Oh, we dude. went up a hill one time. My bus is on the my oh. bag's on the emergency door. You know You're just is? one person in there just Bro, <laughs> I'm talking about getting picked up. Oh. <laughs> I got picked up one time, bro, in in a in a in a coop, right? Nothing <laughs> wrong with that. But my man had his whole family with him. Oh man. So I'm in the back holding his baby. Hilarious. I don't know the baby. Baby don't know me. Oh, I don't know dude. the baby. We're, I'm like, well, we're going to the hotel. He's like, man, we're gonna drop you off, but we gotta go to the store real quick. Go to the store. What? We go to Walmart, bro. Listen, I'm in the car holding his baby. He's like, you want to stay in with the kids? I, oh, no, I want to stay yeah. with your kids. He's like, can I get your rewards number real so quick? So I'm, I'm in the grocery store helping them shop. Oh, dude. Hey, 2% uh, milk or, or you want the red cap? Oh. We grocery shopping. I don't know you. You dude. know what I mean? It, 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 so it's hilarious. not. 
Ritz Carlton's, and you know, you ain't really been on the road until you had a hotel where you know sometimes you know we'll, we'll you, know, you get some places and you know your action will be here receiving in the lobby at such a time your car service will be waiting then other times it's like yeah uh we just gonna flash our high beams in the room when we get here you just come on outside because i'm Dude. literally outside you know you understand Dude. what i'm saying like so it's not sweets and and right. big honorariums right. it's chicken sandwiches and we can't pay you for your service and i'm not saying that to be that's You're part of the job telling the truth yeah you know yeah. what i mean so i'm i'm, I'm not at all Regretting that because I think that those are formative experiences that yeah. you know make sure you're in this for the right reason. Mm-hmm. But it's it the, the biggest misconception is that it's it's all big crowds. You know, I've been in churches to preach, bro, and I've played the drums for the service. <laughs> and then oh. I, I no lie. That's I drove hilarious. down there. <laughs> nice people. They were honest, and this is the big thing, they were honest. Because that's a whole nother story. People yeah. talk, oh, it's going to be a thousand people. That uh-huh. I get there. It's 37 lawn chairs in there. It, how, are you counting streamers? You counting Facebook friends? Hi, a thousand people? <laughs> you know, so they were honest. But hey, listen, we're a young church. We're small. It's, would you come? We love your ministry. Absolutely. I'll come. I get there. It's like six people in there. The pastor's on the keyboard, about to lead praise and worship. His wife is on the drums. Mm. Their three kids are on the front row, and it's like two other people in there. Right? So we I'm could sitting have this here. We yeah. could have had this We could have had, had it on that school bus. FaceTime me. I'm you know. Oh, dude. But hey, I'm, I'm here. I went over there. I told the, the first lady of the church, I said, you know what, first lady, let me play. You, 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 mm. you, you know, I appreciate had she had a back surgery or something. It was just, Dang. but again, that commitment to the cause. Like yeah. we're gonna make this thing work. We feel this is what. So I played the drums. I'm, you know, one two one two. Have you tried Jesus? He's all right, right. <laughs> Pastors leading praise and worship and playing. I'm on the drums. We played right on up until he raised the offering. I'm sizzling on the cymbals, right? <laughs> huh? You don't know how no sizzling hilarious. on the cymbals. Not, you know, he introduces me from the keyboard. I get up off the drums, take the two steps from the drums oh. to the pulpit, and I preach. You he know what I mean? A, a drumstick in his hand. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> it was close enough. You hit a line, you just go. Exactly. Exactly. So, you know, it's it's not what people think it is in the sense of oh it's just this glamorous rock star life you're in a different suite every night you know mm. no it's not like that yeah. it's driving to engagements it's not getting it's getting bad checks it's oh, getting i, I, I mean i know you have i know you have it's 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 all of that it's you know standing places it's it's roaches and right. I, I went to one church man i'm still still mad about this went to one church Ask to go to the restroom. It's a trailer, right? They have put, you know, that indoor outdoor green carpet. Mm-hmm. They've got the outdoor carpet in the same on the indoor. <laughs> indoor. They got outdoor on the indoor, indoor yeah. right? It's ripped up. They didn't put green duct tape down to try uh-huh. to cover it. Half the lights are out. Tim's to the bathroom. I'm like, oh man, the water's not working. Like, you know, let me go to the women's room. Kind of found the water's off in the whole building. Like this, oh. it's not even legal for us to be in here. Oh, dude. It's like it's like We're nine people, bro. <laughs> I look, nobody got a handshake after church because I know you didn't oh, wash your hands. Nasty. Everybody, hey, God, God bless you. Don't touch me. <laughs> you know, it's, I mean, it, it's it's these kinds of experiences, yeah. man. So you know, it's funny too is when you're talking about being picked up by the bus and and like then the the coop. I'm like, mm-hmm. wait, you got picked up? 
That's all I heard. Those are the times I get picked up. Sometimes I'm like, you got picked up? Whoa, fancy. Hoity toity. Exactly. Exactly. So. You have any more, Jay? No. Oh, actually, just one. How do you, you personally and your church, view homosexual or homosexual, I guess, what, clients? Uh, church goers what would you say I, I mean like somebody if somebody wants to come to your church that's homosexual mm-hmm. how do you view that clients. I don't know what, what do you say a church goer there you go a that's why that's why people. I said client guest members yeah. I don't know what a person that goes to church what you call it a parishioner did a, you say a person parishioner oh, I think is catholic Okay. Well, you said it. I'm I'm like clients. I know it's not that. Okay. Pretty sure. I mean, it's your job. They're clients. You know, clients is the wrong answer. All right. Sure it is. You know, that's a a a very very loaded, heavy question. Mm. Um, and I think that the answer is just to be simple. We handle at my church people of any background coming the same way we handle the alcoholic coming in the same way we handle the drunk, the depressed, the whatever, we look at it as the church is for everybody to come in. Now, when you come in, um, me, for example, personally, I adhere to what the, the Word of God says. And so that says that we're to love everybody. But even in our love, I think that we have really bastardized what love means. You're a father, right? Mm-hmm. You, do you have kids? Mm-hmm. Okay, we'll, we'll use you. You love, we all know, the world knows you love Zay Zay and JoJo. Mm. But because you love them, discipline comes with that love. Mm. Because you love them, there are moments where you have to say, no, 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 don't do that. This, no, 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 I love you. Mm. But if you do that again, this is going to happen. We're going to take the game, time out, whatever the case is. Mm. So I think that we've dismissed the element of correction and telling the truth in love. Uh, from love we've reduced love to just accept me how i am don't tell me anything i don't want to hear don't ever make me uncomfortable Mm. don't challenge anything in my life and that's how i know you love me that's not love and so i think that um in that issue specifically i really want to make it bigger than that issue any issue that the bible calls sin or less than god's best for our life we open the doors for everybody i mean we've had cross-dressers come to church we've had People come in sloppy drunk. We've had prostitutes. Our church is in a very interesting cross-section of Atlanta. We've got like half a million dollar homes right here. Mm. We've got projects right here. The area's going through a transition. So we've seen some of everything. And so you let everybody come in. You give them the word of God. You show them the love of Jesus. And you let God do the work that he needs to do in their life. Make sense? What a, oh, what a great way. What a great final question, I must say. for the parishioners. Uh, the clients. If you want to go, Mark, tell the people, <laughs> clients, uh, where they can find you, what you have uh, coming up, and um, and all that stuff. Uh, well, you can find me on Instagram at Junior M-M-O-O-R-E-J-R, Facebook at Mark Moore uh, Jr., and I really, really want you to come see me, and not just me, but come see Kevin on stage. Melissa's going to be there. Jay is going to be I'm there. I'm going to be there, I guess. Everyone's going to be there. You've been drafted. You're yes. going to be one of our clients, yes. uh, our conference clients. My man here is going to be there. Josh is coming. Josh is sure. coming. For, he was there last year. He was there last so year. So he can tell you it was conventions. It was, it was nice. We had a great time. A lot of single be, women? 
Yes. Yeah. yes. <laughs> he like <loves> black women. <laughs> oh, you definitely Jay do. Jay loves. Okay, you definitely yeah, like No, no. <laughs> why are you saying it like that? <laughs> I, you, I, just, I said single women. <laughs> why would you like, go there? Why I'm just, I'm just laughing because he's like, no, Jay. Uh, uh, no, no, no. I don't think. Like, I mean, he, uh, uh, <laughs> almost crossed a little creepy, but you know, yeah, exactly. That's he's a, got a shrine. You got Diana uh, Ross. I know. Like, Come on. Beyonce Wait, why would you pick Alvarosa? <laughs> no, but it's it's something for everybody, from singles to families to preachers, entrepreneurs, creatives, artists, everything. Uh, go to exploreylc.com. 5,000 people this year mm. are coming together. Last year, we had people, I think, from 42 states and like 21 countries around the world. So it's not just people that look like you, think like you, come from where you come from. It'll be a great time. I hope to see you there. See how he closes it up? Amen. God bless you. God keep you. We're going to see you at the conference. Amen. And at ExploreYLT.com. Uh, but this has been an amazing okay. episode. Yeah, awesome. Ask you, a Preacher with Thank Mark you. Moore. He's been Irish J. I'm Kevin on stage. This has been Ask a Preacher. Thank you guys for watching. Support the show. Go to our website, www.theaskashow.com. Buy some merch. Uh, become a Patreon. Donate. Just client. throw a tip in there. Become a client. Yes. There's yeah. an offering. The offering is now open. If you want to give to the ministry, go ahead and give. We appreciate you. God bless you. God keep you. We'll see you at the conference.